People are on the go during this season. Now that can mean, you know, waiting at the store's front doors for that store to, door to open and to charge in and to do some shopping. Uh, if that's the case, you get the sense that people like to be ready to go. We like to be ready for Christmas almost in a competitive sense. But are we really ready for Christmas in the way God would want us to be ready? Uh, are you really ready for Christmas in your life, in your heart? It's clear the children are ready. Do you have that sense of joy? Do you have the sense of enthusiasm? Do you have that sense of excitement deep in your hearts when perhaps you have no real reason to have that? Children have that joy that goes deep, that is unboundless. Advent is a time in the church each year when we're supposed to be getting ready for this. But isn't it true that often we try to separate Christ, separate God's love in our life, alive in our life, off to a corner of our life. We separate our life in church from our life at work or our life at play. Our faith is just one of the many ways we might define ourselves, but not the thing which defines all of our life. And yet there Christ stands at the door, and there we are peering out, fearing what might happen if we really let him in into all aspects of our lives. And fear is an awful, consuming thing. I'm sure there has been times in your life, maybe today, you feel afraid about something. I think John the Baptist must have been afraid at the moment he sends his disciples to find out whether Jesus is the one. Because you have to know when you hear this story, John sits there in prison, alone in a cold, dark damp prison cell, not knowing what's going to happen next, uh, uncertain about the future, waiting and, and hoping, wanting to be free of that which holds him back, but still in the midst of captivity. And maybe there he is thinking, can't Jesus do something to make this better for me? Uh, uh, doesn't Jesus know? Doesn't he care? Doesn't God care? Remember, this is after he had baptized Jesus and the heavens had opened up, so he knows who Jesus is, at least he used to. He has felt that presence, but in this moment, you can see his fear, you can sense his uncertainty. Doesn't fear for all of us eat away at our self-confidence, at our hope at certain times in our lives. Fear begins to consume John the Baptist, and it seems he begins to question, to doubt who Jesus is, God alive in his midst. And again, isn't that what happens to many people, to us at times? 
we go through situations, sometimes it's even during times just like this for folks when joy to the world is being sung and people wonder, joy hasn't come to my world lately. And this sense of sadness, this sense of hopelessness, this sense of anxiety, this fear that invades our thinking, especially on certain weeks of the year, begins to hold us captive, begins to imprison us and make it in ways unable for us to recognize God with us. I read recently something that I think illustrates this pretty well. Did you know that if you divide an aquarium in two with a piece of glass, a sheet of glass, and there's fish in one side of the aquarium on one side of that sheet of glass, the fish in that aquarium will bump against that glass only a few times before they adjust to live just within that half of the aquarium. And then after a few days, if you, just a few days, if you remove that piece of glass that breaks the aquarium in two, if you take that piece of glass out of the aquarium, those fish will never cross that line to the other side of the tank, even though there's no glass there. They may see signs of activity, they may sense, see life on the other side of that aquarium. They may want to go to that other side, but they are prisoners of habit and will not venture to the other side. I share that with you because I think we, as human beings in this world, operate in the same way sometimes. We bump into all kinds of crisis, we bump into evil, we bump into frustration and injustice in our world. After a while, we might feel like we're imprisoned by it. We feel surrounded by these walls and that, that we build up around our heart and around our mind and around our soul. And we convince ourselves that we can never get through whatever it is that we find ourselves facing. Meanwhile, all around us, there are signs that God is present just there, close by, on the other side of those seemingly impenetrable barriers we have built up around us, inviting and calling and hoping that we will feel God's strength even in our weakness, that we will feel God's courage even in our fears, that we will feel God's love and hope even in our aloneness and feeling of separateness and somehow gain the wisdom and understanding to move through that which separates us from a new life with Christ, from a new life feeling God's love alive even for us. And I know that this is not easy in this world we live in. It's not easy because of things that happen in our individual lives, and it's not easy because of things that are happening <clears throat> all around us, in our nation, with our leaders. We want to acknowledge, we want to 
have knowledge of God's presence there for us. We want to have knowledge of it, but God offers us faith. God offers us trust. And grabbing hold of Jesus during those uncertain and fearful and anxiety-filled times is not easy. John the Baptist felt this. That's why he says, Are you the one, Jesus? John asked through his followers, Are you the one? And of course, Jesus never gives just, Yep, I'm the one. John's like, Yeah. <laughs> it's always like instead, Well, you tell me. Jesus says, go and tell John what you hear and what you see. Blind receive sight, lame walk, lepers cleansed, deaf hear, dead raised, the poor have good news. Look at the change, look at the transformation that is happening in people's lives. I think Jesus is saying, this can happen to you. This can happen to us. Your fear can be transformed. Your doubt can be changed to faith. And you can go through your fear. And not only that, you can, in, in the going through of whatever it is, that, that barrier in your life you need to move through to be fully alive in that sense of God, alive for you. In going through that fear, you also have this opportunity to tell others what you hear and what you see and what you feel. People want to hear and see in you this good news of great joy of the Christmas story, alive. William Song Coffin used to preach. We've learned to soar through the air like birds, to swim, swim through the seas like fish, to soar through space like comets. Now it's high time we learn to walk the earth as children of God. We've learned to soar through the air like birds, to swim through the seas like fish, to soar through space like comet. Now it's high time for us to learn to walk the earth as children of God. Not just for us, but for all those who are watching, who want to hear, want to see, want to believe that something can empower them through their fear and through their anxiety. Are you ready for being a child of God, a follower of Christ, alive for you? Don't shy away from sharing with people through your words and through your actions that God's love works through you, not just within the four walls of this church, but at work, 
and in social situations, uh, in your homes. There are many people that surround us every day. All of us every day need and want to hear about your faith. To hear about how the love of God lives within you. Not that you, we have all the answers, but that we are on this journey of wholeness and holiness. That we can move through those anxious-filled, struggling times because we know and have been promised a love of God that never leaves us. And it's through their seeing you that they will believe. When any of us are really present with someone, when we really listen to someone, when we just bring a smile to someone's face, then Christ dwells in us and the darkness of this world is made a little lighter. Don't be afraid to let Christ in to share hope with others, to share love with others, because by seeing this in you, they will believe themselves, they will hope themselves, they will feel God's love for themselves. Are you ready for transformation? Are you ready to help others feel that transforming power of Christ in their life? Are you ready for the real power of Christmas this year? And if you are, then get set and see and feel and hear and go and tell and live anew in the light of God's love alive for you on this day. Like every day, a child is born for you. Good news of great joy is alive for you. Carry that with you. Let others see it and believe it for themselves. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we come before you on this day, on an every day, holding onto your love. Because we know, dear God, that there's so much in this life that can seem like it's keeping us from fulfillment, from wholeness. And yet you have a vision for us that moves beyond whatever struggles or challenge we might be facing in the moment. Help us to remember and to feel the possibilities you place before us that lives in this Christmas story. When these people who all of them in their own way are feeling very alone came to find you and we can do the same. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now let's join together on page 2095 of the Faith We Sing hymnal, the Black Faith We Sing hymnal, Star Child. Please stand if you are able. 